All right, praise God. Um, you know, training is via practice. Training is via practice. Um, training is via practice. The training of the Spirit is via practice. So, it is good for us to preach, but nothing is as true as practicing what you learned. The truth of the matter is, all of you that is here, I'm here to stress you. So, just, just zero it in your mind that, I am here to stress you. That's that's how it is. That's how it is done. So, the truth of the matter is, if you choose to leave this place, nobody will talk to you. Nobody will. But the fruit of the result of what will happen to you in these meetings, you will see it. That's the truth. You have to be disciplined. A minister of the gospel has to be disciplined. You are not just. You are not just. Um, you're not just a regular Christian. No, you are a man of God. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know what it means for people to call you man of God? You are a man of God. You have to be disciplined. So when you see preachers telling you, "Oh, I prayed, I woke up, this and that," you can safely say, "I've been trained that way." Are you getting what I'm saying? So training is via practice, via practice, via practice, via practice. Learning how to pray. And how to teach are two different things. You must do it. So, very soon we're going to go preach the gospel to people. Now, it's basically as an offshoot of what you have learned. You have learned how to preach. Now it's time to get on the mission field. It's time. Because you have to understand that learning how to preach is different from preaching. You can know how to preach in your mind and not have preached before so it's different you must know how to pray you must know how to fast you must know it you must know you can't be a preacher of the god so what if something happens you are pastoring a church tomorrow for instance and something happens to your church member so you just be sitting down be drinking coffee to to to, to you will drink tea and coffee no you have to learn how to fast you have to learn how to fast. During the pandemic, I fasted. I was just fasting. Praying. Fasting. Praying. Throughout last year, I spent half of my last year, 2021, praying and fasting. Just fasting. Just fasting. When I, when I went to Abuja, because I, I, my pastor friend gave me his house alone for a couple of four weeks or three, four weeks. So I was just in the house alone. Fasting. Pray, fasting, pray. You have to, you have to be disciplined. You have to learn how to fast and pray. You have to. So it's not just in the ah, I fasted. Do you fast? Do you pray? So it is. It, let it be part of you. It should be your culture. So don't leave this meeting now on Monday and you're just going resting and say ah, thank God, they just stressed my life. You should continue it. I want to fast. I want to pray. That is the culture of a preacher of the gospel. There is no alternatives. When a disciple is having problem, the next thing is fasting and prayer. Jesus did it. Paul did it. Peter did it. Everybody in the scripture, even Moses did it. So I say, but there's no place in the scripture where they say you should fast. Did your Lord Jesus Christ not do it? Did the apostles in the book of Acts not do it? Is that not enough sign for you? 
So let training be part of you. So, like my pastor will say, there is a training of the spirit. If you don't have it, ah, you don't have it. You can't fake it. If you don't have it, you don't have it. There is a training of the spirit. If you don't have it, you don't have it. It will separate the wheat from the shaft. It will make people... So, when somebody comes in and not going to say, I'm a man of God. And versus, you're just... Versus talking, you know, uh, nah. This is what it's not. No, you, you're not trained. You have to be trained. You have to be disciplined. You have to. So, there is a training you must imbibe. If it is not there, it is not there. Are you getting what I'm saying? There is a training you must imbibe. If the training is not there, it's not there. And we're going to be having more of this as the coming days. Or just maybe in two months' time or one month, I'll just call all of us together. Yeah, let's retreat again. Maybe let's retreat and just fast for two, 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 three days or four days. Let's just fast. Let's just pray. We'll just retreat again. Just prayer, fasting. So give your attention to this. Tell your neighbor, say, give your attention to this. Give your attention to this. Learn to discipline yourself. Learn it. Learn to discipline yourself. Because if you don't have the training, you don't have it. Look at how you were praying the other time, last night. Into If you were not trained to pray, you would have suffered. If you have not been doing it, that's why before this meeting I told you, hold vigils. Hold vigils. Get yourself. It's just to make you accustomed to the training. Before this meeting, I have prayed all the prayer and I still prayed it with you people. Oh yeah. That's the training I have. Before you lead a man to pray, you must first of all pray it. So I have been holding vigil for a while. Vigil, vigil, vigil. Seven hours, eight hours, praying it. Praying it. Because you can't, you, you, you can't, you can't be, you can't, you can't just come and have, and just be an anyhow minister of the gospel. No. You have to be disciplined. It takes discipline to study the word. It takes discipline to wake up and pray. It takes discipline to fast. It takes discipline. Discipline. So, the mission of the believer is to preach the gospel. The mission of the believer is to preach the gospel. So for him to, for the believer to walk in God's plan of for his life, he must submit to that mission. I'm going to be teaching much on that later in the evening today. So we have to pray for our outreaches. We we have to pray. So. Before we get there, to, you must imbibe a training. Tell, my, tell yourself, say, I must imbibe a training. So, don't see it as a punishment. See it as I am getting trained by the power of God's Spirit. I am a minister of the gospel. How does a minister of the gospel behave? They pray. They fast. They discipline themselves. They do things that you wonder, ah, ah, how did they do it? Look at how you, did you not wake up? Some of you, I'm sure when you were going over, you were wondering, hey, God, how would, I wake, how would I even wake up for, how would I meet up with the 12 o'clock? I'm sure some of you were checking your time. Ah, 7, 10 to 12. There's no even time. I will still have to drive here. I will have to be seated before 12. How? Did you die? You didn't. The glory of God is actually filling all over your faces. 
I can see it. All of you are soaked with the glory. <laughs> yeah. So, we want to pray. And we want to pray for our outreaches. I want you to pray purposefully. I want you to pray heartfelt. I want you to pray with your whole heart, with your, with your life. Don't forget I said, I am here to what? That's good. You remember that. That's good. Because if you did not have, if you did not remember it, all men will stand for the rest of the service. So you pray purposefully, you pray with heartfelt conviction. This time around, I want you to pray. This is this is different from Shamama Mama 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 Mama. We want to go and we, we are what we're going to do in the next couple of hours is we want to go and fight war. So how do you prepare for a war? You pray. Are you getting me? You pray. You pray. You pray. So give your attention to training. Discipline yourself. Discipline yourself. Submit yourself to the mission. Make yourself available for it. Remember, the preaching of the gospel has no academic qualifications. It doesn't. It, 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 it doesn't have any academic qualifications. You just have to be a believer. You just have to be a believer. You know, one thing about training is, you know, if it was left for some of us, we would not go to kindergarten. But you just had to go. So there are stages you have to pass through. When you pass through this stage, you go, you, you go to upgrade. So don't think this is the minimum. No, we are just, we have not even started. This is just um, a tip of the eyeball. But we are still in the Red Sea. Hallelujah. Yeah, we are coming out gradually. So let this be part of you. So now, how do you pray for how churches? How do you pray? Because I, I want you to understand this so that after this meeting, when you start going for how churches, you, you know what you are praying about. Look at Second Thessalonians 3 verse 1. Training is via what? Training is via what? But let all men stand. You have to listen. The one person was speaking. No worries, stand. Second Thessalonians 3 verse 1. You have to what? Listen well and be attentive. Second Thessalonians 3 verse 1. Finally, brethren, pray for us that what? You're not, you're not, that's not what is there. Oh, you want to need that? Good, because you're a missile, you're a missile, you have to be active. <laughs> you don't, don't, don't be done, yeah? Nah, you're a minister of the gospel. You don't have to be, be doing slow motion. No, you have to be sharp. A man of God. Say, I'm a man of God. Good. Sharp. I like that. So it's not uh, all this. Uh, one person will say, one person is not saying it. All men will suffer for it. You suffer for the sins of one. The Bible says, all have sinned. And come short of what? I like that. So, even as it is with you, and we may be delivered from wicked and unreasonable men, this was referring to taking the gospel to where the gospel has enriched. 
Now, when Paul was teaching this in 2 Thessalonians 3, he was referring to taking the gospel where the gospel hasn't been reached. So, in, in praying for outreaches, we are going to be praying for our locations. I told you we, 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 we have some locations and we have visited. Good. You are learning fast. In, in praying for our outreaches, we print for locations. We print this for all our locations that many more people will receive the gospel. Some of us will go to Walmart, we'll go to Ridge Land, we'll go to different places this afternoon. And the beauty about this afternoon is that because of the holiday coming up on Monday, we will see a lot of people outside these days and we will share the gospel that way to them. So, we are praying this for all our locations. So, when you are praying for how churches, you are praying for the location because sometimes the gospel might not have reached that location. So, you are praying that many more people will receive the gospel. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Good. You are praying for everyone, every member of... So, that you are praying for your location. Also, you are praying for every member of your chariot. You are praying for every member of your what? Good. See, as a minister of the gospel, you have to learn to pray for fellow ministers. And you will learn it in this meeting. By praying for your chariot members. You will mention their names. Sometimes you will have to even go to them and say, give me your hand, let's pray. You are not praying for... See, when Paul kept saying, pray for us, pray, you will notice that many of the, many of the things he wrote in the scriptures were not prayers for himself. It was like prayer for fellow ministers of the gospel. That's why if you notice in this meeting, one of... How many of you saw that you are, you are just praying for pastor? You are just praying for pastor? How many of you noticed that? Yeah, because that is how it should be. You have to pray for preachers of the gospel. They are the one on the forefront. Just as you are going to be on the forefront today. So you are learning it. You want to pray for the person in your chariot. Colossians 4 verse 2. Colossians 4 verse 2. Continue in prayers. And watch with the same with thanksgiving. Without also praying to, for us that God will open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mysteries of Christ, for which I am also in born, that I may make manifest as I ought to what? As I ought to speak. So, what we can face, obstacles we can face in, in our outreaches are obstacles of communication, obstacles of interaction, obstacles of false religion, strange belief system, Catholic, um, Hinduism, atheism, Oh, I don't even believe in any God. Poly, you, you just find strange, strange, strange beliefs. Muslims. Eh, I believe in science. And you know, we are living in a strange world today. So, we will face those obstacles. But one thing prayer does, prayer creates a pathway for the preaching of the gospel. I'll say it again. Prayer creates a pathway for the preaching of the gospel. I'll say it again. Prayer creates a pathway for the preaching of the gospel. It does. So, that is why I shared with you last night, I said, first of all, what? 
Prayer. 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 A picture of the gospel must be given to prayer. Heartfelt prayer. You can't, see, you can't be a preacher of the gospel without prayer. How do you want to disciple men? That is why you have not been having disciples. That's why it's as though someone will come because the energy with which you went to, to get the disciple, you prayed. But you did not know that it is prayer that will sustain the life of the person. That's why some of them will tell you, I'm not available to meet. You are stressing my life too much. Pray! You have to pray. You have to. So, prayer creates a pathway for the preaching of the gospel. So, a preacher of the gospel must be given to prayer. Look at Acts 4. Acts 4, 24. Acts 4, verse 24 to 29. Acts 4, verse 24. It says, And when they heard that they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, that God which has made the heaven and the earth, and the sea that not that I mean, let's keep to 29. It says, And now, Lord, Build thy threatness, grant unto thy servant that with all boldness they might preach thy word and speak thy word. So, when there is a resistance to the preaching of the gospel, you pray. They are telling you, okay, oh yeah, leave Walmart now. Oh yeah, leave Wegmans now. Oh yeah, leave the store now. Don't you? you are that's, that's a problem. You have to pray. So those you are praying for those in your chariot that they speak the word of God with boldness. You are, we are even lucky that we are a bit few now. So you know everybody we at at in your chariot. You are lifting up your voice to pray with the person. You are not praying for yourself. Hope you are hearing this now. Yes, you are praying for those in your chariot. You are mentioning their name. Oh Noah. Oh Ay. Oh Tony. Oh John. You are lifting, oh, Corrie, oh, Ife, you are lifting, your, you are lifting them and you are praying for them. Are you getting it? Yes, sir. Yes, what you are doing. That those in your child, they speak the God's word with boldness. So you are speaking specifically for them. So when you are going on child, when, after this meeting, when you want to go, when you want to pray, when you want to pray for outreach, you are praying for one another. Are you seeing it? Yes, sir. You are praying for one another. Because you must learn how to pray for ministers of the gospel. The person going to speak, the person going with you to speak is a minister of the gospel. That person is a minister of the gospel. Look beside you and see that. Look around you and say, wow, these are men of God. This is the year. So you are praying for them. You have to learn how to do it now. You are praying for them. That person going with you to speak is a minister of the gospel. So, aside now, when, when we have unbelievers so much in a place, look at 2 Corinthians 4, verse 3 to 4. Yeah, I want to finish this on time so that we can go and spend a couple of hours trusting the Lord for our outreach today. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 3. It says, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is in the image of God, should shine on them. That's a very key note, something to take to heart. 
when we have people whose hearts are corrupted with false information. So, you know, people, there are people whose hearts can be corrupted with false information. There are some people whose hearts can be corrupted with false information about God, false information about um, other practices, even Christianity, false information about different things, about their faith. Have that at the back of your mind when you are praying. Just have it at the back of your mind as you are praying. Okay, there are some people I'm going to encounter today with false informations, with strange beliefs, with different things. You must have that at the back of your mind when you're praying because it's very key to know that the God of this world who has blinded the eyes of many, lest the light of the God's gospel of Christ shine on the heart of them. So we're praying that their hearts is receptive to the gospel. We pray those things because we'll preach the gospel. Like I told you, prayer creates a pathway. Look at in Matthew 9, verse 35 to 38. Matthew 9. I need to rush this Time is getting fast. We need to pray. Matthew 9, verse 35 to 38. It says, And Jesus went about all the cities and all the villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing every sickness and every disease among the people. And when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them, because they were fainted, and they were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then he said unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are what? A few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that ye send forth laborers into his harvest. So there is a need for laborers to be sent forth into the harvest. There is a need for laborers to be sent forth. Who are the laborers? I've told you to listen to the teaching I did on the laborers. The laborers are the men who we preach, right? Yes. So that's it. So we pray for laborers to be sent forth into the harvest. And when we are praying, thank God for the Spirit of God. We have, we pray a lot in the Spirit. We pray a lot in the Spirit. When we are praying in the Spirit, we are praying beyond the understanding that we have. Because we are going to be praying about, we are going to be praying for people. We are going to be praying for places. Places we evolve people, we are praying much in the Holy Ghost, and that is going to go beyond the understanding that we are. So that is why, and you know, the, the most important issue on the face of the earth is the business of preaching the gospel. That's the most important issue on earth. The issues about life. That's the most important issue on this earth. So prayer creates a pathway for the preacher the gospel remember i said we are praying for places where the gospel hasn't been reached we are praying for all our locations that many more people will receive the gospel you are praying for your chariot members or your chariot leaders already have the have the have the prayers point already they will lead you we are praying for every member of your chariot we're praying for that we're praying for obstacles of interaction are praying we are praying against every obstacles with my faith that you know, so one of the things praying in the spirit will do is praying in the spirit will help you go it's like saying it's, it's, it's like saying it is traveling for you it's traveling ahead of you helping you to break every barriers you might encounter for a free flow that's why Paul says pray for us that we may that the word of God may be glorified even as it is with you. So it's going to create a pathway. Are you seeing it? Prayer will always create a pathway. So you're praying for every member of your chariot. You're praying for every member of your chariot also that they are bold. 
they can preach and minister the gospel as they ought to. Some of them is their first, no, none of you is not your first time preaching. Um, but some of you may, and you, you can have, you can encounter sick people, sick people, sick bodies, be bold. Be bold to heal the sick. Be bold. Be bold to use your authority in the name of Jesus. In pray in our churches like this, you, you will encounter devils. Cast out a lot of devils. I thought you casting out of devils. Cast out a lot of devils. In the name of Jesus, you devil, you get out of this body now. You can see long-standing ailments. You know? You're going to pray. So what, what would prayer do? Prayer makes you bold. Are you getting me? It makes you super bold. You are bold to withstand whatever challenge you might encounter. So, you are going to be praying. You pray for ministers of the gospel. You pray that there is no resistance to the gospel. You pray that everyone's pray, pray, everyone in your chariot is bold because we are all going in chariots. Everyone in your chariot is bold to minister the gospel. And... um. We're praying that those who sat have been corrupted with false information, you know, you have the light, right? You have the truth of the word. So you're praying. You you know how to so that you know how to minister. Does that make sense? Yes. Because those who have who have a false religion, who are they just need clarity. And from your mouth, there's going to be clarity. Are you seeing it? That's why we're praying. Say from my mouth, from my there's, mouth going there's going to be clarity. For men. Amen. Yes, there's going to be, and we're going to harvest disciples today by the power of the Spirit of God. We're going to. So we're going to pray in that light. We're going to pray a whole lot in the Spirit. We're going to pray. So the most important issues, like I said, is about lives. If we don't respect, if we don't respond to them now, we will lose lives. We will lose lives. If we don't respond to lives now, we will lose them. And I don't know about you. I don't want to lose lives. I don't want to lose souls. I believe all men can be saved. I believe. As you're praying, you can have promptings in your spirit. What the Lord would... You know, you can get directions in your spirit that... Oh, in your outreach today, don't do this. Don't say this statement. Go in this light. You know, you can have directions. You can have directions in your spirit. You can even see visions and revelations when you're praying. And for somebody that you have not seen and you will just be seeing the person before you go and see the person maybe because maybe the person is going to reject you you've already seen how to tackle the person from visions and revelations as you are praying so you're going to we're going to and also i will share some few things with us before we go on outreat after we are done praying so but you must understand that the most important thing to the Lord at this point is what? Lies. Lies. Souls. That's the most important thing to the Lord at this point. Are you getting that? Yes, so we are going to pray. We are going to pray. And um, the child leaders will lead you, direct you, and um, take you to their different Gethsemanes, um, where we would be spending the next couple of hours to pray. So pray purposefully. Pray heartfeltly. Pray with conviction. I don't know about you, but don't you want to see men saved today? Yes, sir. Do you want to? Yes, sir. Yes, so we'll pray. 
when we pray, we will see results. Prayer charts our course. Prayer, prayer navigates situations for us. Prayer of th- thorn things. Prayer leads us to the right willing men. Are you seeing it? Prayer will lead us this evening. As we will go, we are trusting God. Hallelujah. We are trusting God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. As we bend down, one needs to pray. I want you to see, it's just a couple of hours. This, you have, like I told you, you've passed the other stages. This one is not um, long hours now. You just want to pray for the next couple of hours. And you just want to pray. Are you saying it? Yes, so, are you ready to pray? Yes, are you ready? Yes, Be on your feet as a man of God. Be on your feet. All right.